Hi. Is, yeah, hi. hi. That, how, is my voice sound okay or does it sound, do I sound like You sound like a monkey. Oh no, I meant my voice. Oh, that was my, that was my impression of who. Of who? Yeah, what, what, what. Betty who? No, 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 what, what musical artist? <laughs> Betty who? What's your safe word? Welcome back to What's Your Safe Pod. I'm Amp. I'm Mr. Christopher. And today we're Daddy, how are you? I am good. I'm probably in the same boat as you, just a little knackered and laggy, but not jet lagged. Jet laggy and, and tired from the weekend, but a happy weekend. Yeah. So we just got back. If you can't read the title of the podcast, we're coming back from IML. It was a, a very, very full weekend. And okay, so you say it's a weekend, but do you realize we're gone an entire, entire week. week? An entire week. We left last Wednesday. Oh, we I got know. back on Tuesday. So oh, that's I know. six days. Absolutely. Yeah. And so we had a really nice time, but it was a, I mean, the, I feel like we should address the elephant in the room before anything. Uh, I, I, I've lost weight. That's, okay. that's a little rude. Wow. Fine. The cow in the room, which is wow. me wearing cow. I'm wearing cow. I'm wearing some leather. <laughs> I got a little sleeve. Actually, action. you look very hot. Our Thank Patreons you. are getting quite the show. It's a little warm. Sleeveless leather jacket. Yeah, that's you know that's like the Fonzie jacket. Do you remember Fonzie? Wow. Hey. Happy days. Yeah, that was hey. the reference I was doing the whole time. That was not. Yeah, it was. Liar. Hey, hey it's a me, Mario. And <laughs> no, no, that's not, not happy days. <laughs> anyway, today's podcast. It's all about IML. If you haven't read the title yet, we just got back from IML and we are a little a little under the weather. Like, well, not under the weather. I, I, I feel great, but my voice, if you can't tell, is nice and raspy. <coughs> Mine's a little smoky. I, <laughs> because IML is a very long weekend event called International Mr. Leather, and it was their 45th year? Yeah, 45 years. And I have gone to IML every year since 1992, so it was my 34th. Fourth year, thirty-three. Oh wow! 34. And I think it was my twelfth year. I haven't done the math, but I believe it's been about twelve years, eight or nine of which I've always worked with Minister S. So almost a decade with them there. Um, but for anyone that doesn't know, it's a gigantic leather convention, pretty much Miss America for leather. While some people don't call, like to call it a pageant, we will probably call it a pageant every once in a while or some sort of contest. Well, it is a contest, so yeah. Like a Comic-Con, but for leather and kink. Yeah. They, they've got classes. They've got gear marts. They've got people that have, you know, outfits or they dress up. There's even a superhero meet. So it is very Comic-Con in some ways. Um, but it all revolves around one gigantic contest. And this year, I believe it was around 54 contestants. Sometimes it's a little less. Sometimes it's a bit more. There were 72 when I ran years ago. And you ago. competed in the last one they had. Yeah. No. 2019. No, there was a, there was a contest last year. Oh, yeah. So not the last. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. See, I we've take done that this back. so many times. Okay. Um, but I want to preface today's podcast with being that it might be a little bit negative. It might be constructive. It's going to be up and down. Um, but I do want to just preface it with saying that we know that IML has had some controversies recently. Um, we're going to talk about our stories, the fun that we had, the work that we did. And you and I did have a good time. I had a great time. But there will be points where we're constructive and we're critical. But I want to preface this entire podcast with the fact that we're being critical because this is an event that we do enjoy. This is an event that we do want to see do better. And while every organization goes through some hiccups, um, this one has had some major hurdles this year. And I hope that they can pull it back and do even better next year. Because, again, this is a space where we can all be ourselves, it's sex positive, it's been around for the longest time, and it's got tradition, but we cannot excuse tradition and history for allowing people to be transphobic or allowing organizations to become flippant when they piss off a large part of a community. Um, yeah. the, the, the number one takeaway IML, if you're listening, needs to take from this podcast is get a PR publicist <laughs> stat. You need somebody who knows what they're doing with social media and knows how to put out a statement and knows how to put out an apology. So those are the three things that really were the thorn in your side. And you did many missteps this year. <laughs> Again. This comes from a place of love for the community, uh, of of a love of the history of our leather community, and a hope that we as a community do better, but that we still hold corporations and large 
outlets within our community accountable. And I think IML still has a lot to do when it comes to accountability. That said, while we are talking about PR, while we are talking about social media, no good social media brand is without talking about their sponsors. And we'll get right into some <laughs> sponsors with IML. But first, we want to thank today's sponsor, Manscaped, because... They, they groomed me perfectly for IML this oh. year. You should see this beard. It's you, on point. You do look really nice, Daddy. Thank you. And speaking of daddies, you know what's coming up, Daddy? Daddy's Day? Father's Day. Or Woo-hoo. Daddy's Day. Yeah, that's true. And no daddy or father was, was without a little weed whacker for their hedges. Because what dad doesn't love mowing their hedges? Oh. Or being whacked. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not too late. With Father's Day is right around the corner, you haven't gotten something for your dad yet? You still can with Manscaped. Don't worry because today's sponsor, Manscaped, is here to make sure you get the Weed Whacker 4.0 in the perfect performance package. Get your dad the perfect performance package and he'll thank you for helping him tame his beast. Mm -hmm. And if you've ever called me daddy, you owe me a gift. Oh, trust. I've already gotten you a few things, but... (laughs) I need the boys to line up with daddy gifts. Yes, so everyone listening, get daddy, just Christopher Weston, just just daddy, your own Manscaped weed whacker. (laughs) (laughs) There's only so many I can use. No, but it is the perfect performance package. It got me ready for my trip by letting me uh, trim down there, making sure it looked good. But it also kept my face just the, the right amount of scruff. I'm in this weird nebulous place where people, like half our audience is like, oh, you look so much better shaven. And the other half are like, oh my God, you look so much better with a beard. Oh, you're not going to be able to please everyone. I want to please everybody this Father's Day. (laughs) (laughs) But you can, while you do grow out your beard, do it perfectly with their trimmer. Exactly. And the Lawnmower 4.0 allows you to customize your trim through additional guard lengths from sizes one to four, has a 4,000 LED spotlight that goes on and off, and a travel mode to keep it dark when it's important. (laughs) So you can shave your balls in the dark too if you want. Though the light- I don't recommend that. The light is super helpful. It is helpful actually. Maybe, maybe you don't want the perfect performance package for the balls. You can get the lawnmower down there, but you can also get the weed whacker for up above. Which is perfect for my septum ring. With colognes, crop mops, ball wipes, crop revivers, and even ball toners and preservers, Manscaped is the perfect gift this Father Day. So use offer code what, Daddy? What? It's Watts 20. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I thought you were throwing me off with the Daddy Day. No, no, no. <laughs> Watts 20. And you too can get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Thank you, Manscaped. <laughs> Now, sponsors are important, right, Daddy? Yes. And I feel like the the best place to start with the IML goods and bads is probably the social media. Well, they they, they had one really, I mean, besides the boot black thing, then they had one huge stumble like day before we left. Was them announcing sponsors, which sent, it just seemed really late in the day to do that, like literally the day before the events started to get set up. Yeah. And who did they announce, Daddy? They said they were proud to announce sponsorship with AHF. So AHF, or the AIDS Healthcare Foundation, does have a history, that's for sure, but is it a good history? No, so they're very sex-shamey. They were, they attacked PrEP when it came out, even though you would think an organization like that would support PrEP or anything that would uh, help people not catch HIV. Instead, they did the opposite and they doubled down on it, even when they were given the science. And they have some financially dubious arrangements in the community that has shut down smaller providers. Um, They're just, and most of our community knows this about AHF and um, Michael Weinstein, who runs it, is not looked upon favorably at all. And immediately the comments like, wow, what? <laughs> what are you fucking doing? And well, it wasn't just one or two, the entire thread of like 40 comments. Right. And honestly, the only piece of social media that got any engagement from them for a few days, it was left up and they hadn't done anything. So and then here's in I know the backstory of why and we know why. They don't know social media. They don't know what they're doing. They didn't. They said they did kind. They finally took it down and no, they didn't, didn't take apologize. it down. No. Well, they 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 they, they revoked the sponsorship. But they, didn't, a, they, they did it in such a way that they're literally promoting it more. Right. As one of their but sponsors. But this is my point. Yeah. They don't know how to use social media. No, not at all. They thought if they left the original one, it'd keep up the comments for transparency. But it actually was just still promoting AHF. So they, they need a PR person stat <laughs> like immediately um, because they just don't understand how social media works. They 
didn't even, I don't even think they knew or read the comments for 48 hours. Now, in general, the event was fun. We had a good time. But the one thing and the biggest call out that I have is still going to be around that social media leading up mm -hmm. to the event. They only put anything on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And then since the event, they haven't even announced the winner on Facebook. Um, and we were spoiled last year. They did a great job. But half of their staff, the boot blacks, again, another controversy that happened, all stepped out. And they were the ones that were doing the social media. They were a younger oh. generation that was really good at it. Right. Last year, they updated you with all the like the second round, like the top 20 like person mm -hmm. by person, play by plays of the event. Didn't they stream it as well? Yeah. Sure. yeah. This year, none of that yeah. that I saw. The only place they talked about the top 20, Daddy, do you know where it was? Mm -mm. The Yap. What's the Yap? Exactly. The <laughs> so this is this is the problem. Y'all don't know how to do any social media or be wait, consistent. Wait, I'm, I'm serious. What is the Yap? I know. I'm going to explain. Like the Yap was, it's an, it's an app uh -huh. where you can put like a schedule or updates for conventions. I've seen it used for conventions left and right. But... Nowhere did I see them talk about the fact that they had a yap on their social media. So okay. the only place that they announced the top 20 as it happened was on this yap. And the only reason I know about that is because someone who helped or volunteered for staff said that they were told to use the yap. No one I talked to in the attendance knew to use it. Uh. It was the most nebulous, weird way to run a convention. And I was so confused on who won, what was happening until, until they finally tweeted it. But they weren't using Twitter at all until until the event started. So like, I feel like they heard us talking about the fact that they were terrible at Twitter and social media, stopped using Facebook and switched to Twitter. I don't know. It was so confusing. <laughs> I doubt we had anything to do with this, but, <laughs> <laughs> but so here's how this organization has always been run. And I know a lot of people at the top um, and they're aging, they're getting older. So this using newer technologies and, and the way conventions and events are now being run uh, in this age, um, they're not up to date with. And so they put a lot of time and energy in booking the hotels, the convention hall, the they they put all their time and energy into the contest itself, which is actually they do a very good job at because they've done it year after year. So the sound, the lighting, uh, having organizers and people yeah. wrangle all the contestants. It's not easy to put on that show. However, that is where the main focus is for them it is that contest the exterior exterior experience for everyone attending that's almost secondary to them so and a, a lot of people do come not just for the contest but for the socialization on the outsets and they used to have more parties and things going on in the hotel but over time the organizers of those have fallen off and they're not happening either so it, it feels like they're just still focused on that contest and less on what else is going on around the contest. Can we yeah. can we talk about the biggest elephant in the room, which is the Congress? I'm tired of that hotel. Oh, yeah. The, but I, that is a contractual thing that they're stuck in. They signed a multi-year contract. So, I know. yeah, it's, but it's so exhausting to go you. back. It took, it took me 10 minutes for the shower to turn hot. Most time yeah, finish. the entire weekend I had the worst kink in my neck and I like a good kink in my neck. But no, <laughs> the we had sucked. one pillow I'm gonna for a bed. Pillow now. One pillow. Yeah. I'm, and it was not a pillow. It was a layer of feather foam. <laughs> I, my, I, we, I had my neck three or all weekend. pillows on me that, that, that fake yeah, velvet. They had decorative pillows all over the bed, but only one pillow you could literally sleep on. Um, it took 30 minutes for the water to get hot. Yeah. So, um, so nothing was plugged when they in moved electronics from wise. the Hyatt to the Congress a few years back. I was like, Oh, it's that's kind of cool. It's kitschy. It's my first IML in 1992 was in the Congress and it was kind of cool because it was a smaller event back then. And all these leather guys in this ornate hotel at that time was just this juxtaposition that was very cool but the the hotel has not aged well yeah. either as a as which is kind of ironic because it's kind of what IML feels like it feels like it hasn't aged it, it hasn't, hasn't aged progressed well. either though it hasn't they haven't changed the plumbing they haven't oh God, updated the, the beds the rooms they they the carpet is the same since 15 years ago you know what so the lobby space yeah. great the vending space ornate and gorgeous yeah. the the spaces that the contestants perform in and get to practice it all looks like they've been upkept and the rooms are just 
black mold everywhere. You, you know, the other thing, though, that, that <laughs> about that you, you say what you will about the Congress, but having it across the street from the event where they is, do the contest, where yeah. they do the contest is also super is, useful, is very nice. Yeah. It is the location of the hotel is beautiful it is literally yeah. you walk out the front doors you hit the married with children fountain it's on the park oh, it's beautiful yeah <laughs> i got that right uh, so i i love the location of it it's just you know the hotel is outdated yeah uh, the elevators <laughs> break down as a matter of fact we were standing outside <gasps> we and, a, and a fire truck pulled up and, <laughs> and it was to crowbar out a group of leathermen out of the elevator the first stuck. day yeah. we were going down for like dinner and you me and lux and one other guy were in the ho the, the the elevator to go down the event hadn't even started yet. It was like day zero. Yeah. And I remember pushing the lobby button. Our door closed and we stood there for like 10, 15 seconds. And I was like, are we stuck? So I pushed it again. And then suddenly we dropped two and a half floors yeah, out of nowhere. Odd. I think that was the elevator that got. It was scary. Yeah. I didn't use that elevator. Okay. But okay. Yeah. So I want to just be like, yeah, that's, that's the negatives. The constructives. Sure. Y'all need to really get a PR person. You guys were tweeting out sponsors with links to the wrong sponsors. Oh, that was the other thing That's you started messy. showing me that. So like Mess. even this one. Uh, right here in front of us, Video Head Cleaner, they're getting linked to a healthcare site. Video Head Cleaner, y'all better get some money back. That's <laughs> messy. And it was they weren't the only ones. Yeah. But you know what happened? What? Is I, I pointed out one of these guys is like, hey, this is the wrong thing. You guys need a proper PR person. That tweet went down. So am I getting paid now for IML's cleanup of their social media? <laughs> social media. No, y'all need a better PR person. It's disappointing. Yeah. You guys made a well, very flippant. And, and then the other thing is there, we, we've already covered this, but their apology of when they explained once they figured out, they said, oh, we didn't vet the sponsor properly. They didn't uh, apologize. But they didn't ever say, I'm sorry. Never. They never said, I'm sorry in the apology. You know what? And and this is this it's, has happened over and over. It's like if you make a mistake, ugh. just apologize and explain why. And people will understand. We're not monsters. No. <laughs> but it's just like they cannot. They we cannot. Only Apologize. call. We can only call in so many times. Yeah. And we were patient and kind to the last couple of missteps where you guys said you were going to be accountable and do better. And then the AHF thing happened. And then I we were being accountable again. You know what I got as we landed for IML? I got a text from someone that said I needed to be nicer to the social media people, oh. which I think is a really great way to take a pause and uh, we'll get back into that after some dad tea. How about? <laughs> Nicer. How I was nice. <laughs> That's my tea. That's <laughs> tea. Oh my god! Now that we got the puppy all riled up. Okay, so I had something happen to me at IML that was very um, off-putting. Oh no! And <laughs> this is we're not we're not mad. We no, had a good no, no, time. This, this had nothing to do with IML. We're gonna get into itself. funny stories in just a second. It, I swear. No, but I've never. It had this kind of a encounter, and it got me livid. Um, oh. I, so we came down. So we worked all day. We set this up Friday, Thursday. Right? Friday, we worked all day. I was exhausted, but I was like, okay, I'm still going to go to the lobby and do some socialization. Honestly, I, the best part. I had just done an edible so i would be mellow <laughs> da, 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 da. we got we poured ourselves some drinks we got down off the elevator and literally i had was standing for five minutes there with our friends and i'd walked away to, and to you socialize. walked away I, someone was calling for me so i was just waiting for you to come back and rounding the corner was no this, names, please. I'm not going to say okay. a name, but because okay. I know exactly a leather guy I've known for years and years and years and who I've respected very much. Uh, he saw me. He turned. He came like beeline straight for me. And I was like, oh, OK. Hi. <laughs> and he was like his opening line was, we have to have a conversation about you respecting me more. We have. And I'm like, we have to. Whoa. Okay, like, dad. Huh? And they were riled up. So I had no idea what, what was What going did you on. do? He, 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 he was mad because he's like, well, I can't believe you didn't tell me you were going to have sex with so-and-so. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, 
who's so-and-so? And it sounded like a porn name. Um, and I was, who's so-and-so? And then he said their legal name. And that still didn't help me. I had no idea what he was talking about. I'm like, what's their pup name? What are, I don't, I said, I don't know this person. And he's like, oh, well, uh, uh, they said that you were going to do content this week. I'm like, are you talking about a porn guy? I get like 20 of those messages a day. I get it. You're popular. No, no. I'm just like, I don't know who you're talking about. Sure. And and so then they kind of backed. I'm sorry. Oh, well, I must have the. But I was now I was pissed. So and I'm like, first of all, don't tell someone that they have to respect you. You will. I will respect you when you earn respect. And just telling me <gasps> that you have to respect you makes me respect you less. <laughs> I okay. So I'm seeing this from across the room, and it looks like someone is yelling at you. Yes. It looks like you're upset, and so I'm trying to get out of the conversation I'm having. But you know what? I'm just fucking. I'm gonna scream. You know who texted me to be nicer to people? That same person. Him. <laughs> Literally, what the fuck? You do not text me to be nicer to a social media person who I was very nice about. I was holding people accountable. I was asking for better social media, but I was not yelling at people for cancellation. I was like, y'all need to do better. This is embarrassing. And then he came up and yelled at you for yeah. having sex, trying to plan sex with a, a boy that he and didn't I was like, have look, any ownership I was like, of. Look. What the I, heck? I don't know who you're talking. I figured it out after the fact who he was talking about. And it was somebody who had contacted me two weeks prior, uh, said, I'm going to be at IML. Do you oh want to do some, do you want to collab basically? And I'm like, sure. I'm, I'm so non-committal when it comes to that. When? I'm like, I'm like, if I have the time and energy, sure, we can do that. But I had set up no time, no When date. I see him next time, this person, I'm going to, I'm going to tell him, we need to talk about how you need to be nicer to people. <laughs> Jesus. No, and so then they like, oh, I must have had the wrong information, and they apologized. But at this point, I'm like now, like, your night's ruined. I was blindsided. Your I, night's ruined. It fucking ruined my entire I'm sorry. night because that's all I could think about. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I don't know. And now the rest of the podcast <laughs> is positive. Now it's so I think something to take from that though is like a, a fun fun anecdote. Let's make it positive. Let's turn it. Let's spin it. Yeah. That dad tea was hot. Um, you don't own a boy until you have a collar around that yeah, neck. It, it, this is the boy's responsibility to tell. If they're setting up a date with somebody else, tell your daddy. Or tell, <laughs> I, I have nothing to do with this. I didn't know. How would I know everyone that this person claims to own? I'm so sorry. That dad tea. Oh, that is hot. Um, but also, like, if you're collared, if you're collared or you take a collar off or you're in a consideration sort of perspective as a boy or a, a girl or just a sub it is also your responsibility to just make sure you communicate well not only with your 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 dom but also with the people you're going to play with and make sure you have permission because that ruined my my night too i had yeah. to then make well sure i actually okay. figured out who they were talking about and i texted the guy and i was like are you in a relationship with so-and-so and and they're like yeah they're my daddy and i'm like Oh, well, I wish you had told me oh, that I, I'm not going to play with you now. And they're like, oh, I didn't know that was going to be an issue. And we hadn't talked long enough to. Oh, gosh. I'm like, well, will you tell them that, please? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, anyway, that's some hot dad tea. Um, we had plenty of tea. We had plenty of coffee. Like working an event as a vendor is 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 a lot of work. So yeah, when someone costs you the second you're done working, that can be jarring. Yeah, no, and and I was already kind of debating whether to go down and so yeah, we were, we had I was a hard so day. tired. Well, while I did have a hard first day too, I also had a hard first night. Oh, what did you do? I had some fun. So I actually had a really nice time. So the first day we work at the, the chastity slash electro slash general butt toy booth part of Mr. S. Oh, that's right. I forgot about this. Yes. It was literally our job. Oh, you no, no, no. Person? I forgot about your date. <laughs> I, I, just like, you I just remembered your date. <laughs> well, it wasn't really planned, but then it, it ended up working out. So uh, I'm very much my my initial attraction is very much eh. like my initial attraction. Like I can I can look at you and be like, yes, you are a very attractive daddy, daddy. Mm -hmm. But like my secondary attraction is the strongest. And so this guy had come by the chastity booth, a very large and in charge, versatile Oof. Man, he was, he was he, six three, six he was, four. He was a wall of a man. We'll call him. Let me just D. say, I was like a little jealous of that one. Uh, he was beautiful. Well, um, we we chatted 
as he was getting chastity and then ended up finding him in the lobby later. Wait, and he was putting on chastity? Yeah, he was. In, we locked him in chastity. Where oh. were you? I missed that. You were, you were there, though. He missed it. Anyway, oh, wow. large, uh, very large, lovely man of color. And he came by and sat down in the lobby when we after you got accosted. He then accosted me, but in a fully consensual <laughs> way. In a much better pleasant way. <laughs> and you know what? I, I give all points to people who can see someone that they're sexually interested in. And he was very much sending those vibes. Mm -hmm. He came over, sat down and kind of chatted with the mistress crew a little mm -hmm. bit and actually made friends and switched numbers with a few, uh, a few people that were working our booth. Which a, I and mad respects because when we are in a group of we're people from Mr. S people like think they cannot come over and no, talk please come because, talk. Yeah, yeah, I, I get how it looks out from the outside, but generally it's just, we just know each other and we're too tired to stand. So we just found the chairs and we just said, <laughs> So we had a nice time and he came up to to my room, our room, and uh we had a little bit of fun and it was it was nice. I got his actual he actually switched numbers with one of our crewmates who works and lives in the same city as him before he gave me his number. It's fine, not jealous, not bothered. No, but you I had a really fine. nice time. It was a really nice way to start out the weekend. And I don't really do tons of casual sex at these things. Well, so. and that's why I gave him mad props because he came over, he talked to everyone in the group. He is very pleasant and social he and he sat down and he spent time with you. And that's the hook. That's that, that is what's going to make you feel comfortable to have sex with. Him. And honestly, I was the one that was eventually like, Hey, would you like to head upstairs? Because I think at that time you'd gone to a play party. To no, no, no. They, out, they, they, there were two guys getting drinks at the bar that were hot. And I, I, I had cruised at Darklands. And they're like, hey, do you want to come up to our room? And I'm like, yes, there I need to get shake this night off. And uh, so I went up to their room Aww. and they were amazing. Good. Oh my God, it's so fun. But So we started out the weekend with a little bit of fun play at the very least. And that's kind of the best part of these events is like, it, it doesn't rely on, because there were so many people on scruff, scruffing and woofing. Oh yeah. And that's so hard to nail a person down yeah. on those. So what's nice is you actually get to cruise. And if you have body language and you got game and you're able to actually cruise me, but also be friendly to my friends and daddies like that daddy. Sorry, not, not multiple. Yeah. How many daddies one, you got one. Okay. Um, it was, it was good props and, and, and they were a very lovely person who I need to text later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, let's, let's talk about more fun. So stories. the ending of that night was actually very good. Good. Yeah. So um, uh, the, the one that oh, oh. can, can I get into my, um, so the first oh, day God. we were there, I tried to make coffee and I always get up before the pup. And so they have these coffee makers in the room that weren't plugged in. <laughs> and so I'm old. trying to be quiet so I don't wake him up. And I finally figured out how to plug it in, but it turned on the coffee pot immediately. And so then when I got up, I went to pull the coffee maker closer to the edge of the dresser so I could pour water in it. And the hot plate was hot. <laughs> and I put my thumb on it and I got this blister the size of a dime Aww. on my thumb. And so I had to work with this huge like boil all week. You know, I'm actually really surprised. I did not wake up when that happened. And like I saw it when, when I woke up, but you were actually quiet. Wow, that's some pretty. Yeah, because I, I was like, Screaming in my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of my favorite moments um, from the weekend was actually the setup day because um, our good friend Terry, uh, the husband of Dan Savage, but Terry is very popular and it, and notable in his own right. Disappearing TM on Instagram because they keep taking him. Yeah, down. Instagram's deleted him a few times. Yeah. He used to be, and I believe still is, one of the the sponsor poster boys for um, Tom of Finland. Finland. Yeah, and gorgeous guy. But this is the first year that he worked on staff with Mr. S because he wanted to to do some work, but not just attend with no purpose. He did that at MAL too. No, this is his first IML though. Yeah, what I'm saying. First and time. we're we were putting up like setup takes twelve hours for us. Yeah. But as we're setting up, it was just nice to get, nice to get to know Terry a bit more because as we're setting up, we're putting up harnesses on this wall, and he turns to me. He goes, "Amp, where does the Latigo go?" The Latigo. And I said, "Terry, the what?" He said, the Latigo, and he holds up a harness. And I go, oh, right next to the Versace. And he goes, Did he mean Latigo? No, no. And he goes, you mean Versace? And I said, no, I meant Latigo. I meant Latigo. <laughs> I almost said Latigo. He's got it in my head now. Because, so there's this like, there's, there's garment leather, and then there's like a firm version of leather called Latigo. And he put the wrong inflection, and I will forever like call it 
Latigo, but I will always call it Latigo just for Terry. <laughs> oh, poor guy. I love Terry. Yeah. I wrote that down in my notes though, because I died laughing. And I, he, I missed he, that moment too. No, you were you just weren't right there when we were putting up the Latigo. Oh, what can you can I tell you one thing I was very thankful for this week? Yeah. So usually we do the electrical table at Mr. S and Chastity. But this year, Cockeyed, or sorry, uh, Kink 3D, who makes our Cobra cages, sent out their rep, Paul, to do the Cobra cages. And having an extra person, because we get people, the best way to buy chastity is to try it on till you get the right size. And that takes a little time, and you can't do it over mail order. So we get a line five people deep sometimes trying on chastity. So having a dedicated single person, uh, Paul, was amazing. Oh, we had at one point he, there was, was so good. six people with their pants down in our little yeah. corner all trying on chastity. And yeah. I was just like, girl... Thank God you're here because I can't do that and answer questions about electricity. Well, I did a MAL. I was bent over that table so that like my back was sure, 90 degrees because you don't want to be three days in a row. Yeah. I almost died. So I was so thankful oh. they were there. And they had such Paul. a better system than me of like cleaning like and trying it on. Ten and different size cock rings and ten different cage sizes. And, and he just, knew the questions that had to do with the cobra cages, like which so, are those black chastity cages, 3D resin, yeah. very comfortable, not sponsored. But hey, cover if you want to be a sponsor. Yeah. So, uh, Paul, mad props to you. Thank you. You made my job so much easier. Well, then I want to do a positive as well. Ooh, I like the positive. Oh, okay, good. Uh, the staff of the hotel, while we don't like your hotel all that much and it's very <laughs> rundown, the staff is so friendly, so welcoming, always very knowledgeable. And I had two instances of, with staffers that I want to mention. Okay. One was when I was buying drinks for us because we get like every once in a while we get like 30 seconds to run outside the booth pee and I'll always grab a drink. And the the staffer at this one drink stand really left an impression on me because she, she, I, she came, I came up, she's bubbly, happy. She's like, oh, you look so nice, honey. And I was like, well, thank you. I have a question though. And I said, okay, go ahead. He's like, what is that thing you are wearing? And I was wearing a bulldog harness in gray. And I was like, oh, it's a bulldog harness. It's kind of like the little black dress for gay men or just queer people. <laughs> and she goes, oh, I love that. Why is it gray, though? Because I see so many colors. And I said, well, and I literally got to explain the flagging code, oh, the history. <laughs> like, and she gave me an extra drink for it, too. Oh, She was so sweet. Wow. And I just want to give thank you to the staff of the hotel because y'all don't bat an eye. Yeah. And I've got actually... I'll, that's that's one of my staff stories. Do you have another a positive that you want to bring oh, up before I give positive. you another? No, no, go, you okay. go ahead. I'll think of another one. And then, so the first night uh, of partying that we did, we went out to the victory party. Um, but before we went out, I had to piss. Mm-hmm. And we're in the lobby. And the lobby has two bathrooms, one at one end and one at the other end near kind of the taxi area. And this is the cruising bathroom. Do you know what bathroom I'm talking about? Oh, I know. They 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 they, they, they turn they turn off all the light bulbs. They unscrew. They the unscrew light bulbs. any bulbs they can. Yeah. But they'll leave just one bulb on. Yeah. So I know what bathroom this is. I'm not. I'm not a newbie. I'm yeah. understanding of this bathroom. But there is an attendant out front, who, without batting an eye, I'm just like, I just need to pee, and he's like. Good luck. Like he's he's there to clean the bathroom, but he's clearly staying out of it for a reason. Good for him, but not batting an eye. Like he understands, and he's in on the joke. He's having it fun. It becomes a dark room. Yeah, yeah, it I becomes a dark room. It is a dark room. It's and so funny. I ducked in there to pee, and I was coming out. I, I was trying to leave, and someone I knew was coming in, uh-oh. and they tried to strike up a conversation with me in the doorway. Not, not the time. I'm like, Poor okay, place. let's take this outside. <laughs> this so place I'm running <laughs> to pee because we have an Uber coming in five minutes, yeah. and I go in there knowing what it is, and I find a stall, and it's the you only stall. stall. I found it. Uh, well, sorry, one of the standing. Okay, urinal. the standing urinals. Apologies, okay. and I pull down my pants. And this guy comes up next to me in the the urinal, and there's plenty of urinals. He could have gone to anyone, so I knew what was coming. And he just leans over and he goes, "Can you piss in my mouth?" <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I haven't started peeing yet, but I'm like, oh, I'm in a real hurry. I'm so sorry, not into it. Thank you though. I literally said, "Thank you though." And then so I start peeing, and <laughs> I don't know where he got this. He pulls a plastic drink cup from the bar out. <laughs> Puts it on top of my uh, urinal and slowly pushes it towards the middle of the urinal as if I'm going to stop midstream, grab the cup and put it in there. And I said, no, dude, really, I got it. I'm sorry. Thank you, though. Not interested. 
And he just kind of... <laughs> how, how rude of you not to give I him was some piss. Pissing would, like a, I was trying to hurt get you? But just to piss in a cup? It wouldn't have, but it would have hurt to stop midstream. I had the cock ring on. It was impossible. Uh, anyway, so in my rush, I still wash my hands. You know, uh-huh. COVID's a thing. Yeah. Gotta be safe. And it's on the other side of the urinal get, wall. I don't think you get COVID from pee, but go ahead. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> I'm just trying to wash my hands. And I hear on the other side of the wall... Who comes in here and actually pees in the bathroom? <laughs> Newbies. I no. I was in a hurry, but I I just thought that was really funny. That's funny. So actually, that night, the, here's the positive that IML had nothing to do with. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the, you. Is the, you guys were going to the victory party. You invited me to go with you, but I was just, I couldn't even imagine we going had a to a booth. club. Yeah, I know. We'll about, and we'll they tried to, Mr. S was very kind for the employees and got like a booth overlooking the dance floor. And I still, it's like a that booth. almost got me to go, but I just, I was dead on my feet Saturday. So, but I thought I would just stand out front and smoke a cigar, which is my wheelhouse. That's what I like to do. And while you guys were waiting for your bus or Ubers to take you to the victory party, uh, that's when the fire truck arrived to pry the people out of the elevator. But also right behind the fire truck, was an ice cream truck that pulled Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I was I was smoking a cigar and an ice cream truck pulled up. And I do, hope do, he do, got do, do. I hope he got good oh, business. He made so much money that he came back half an hour later and pulled up <laughs> to <again>. restock. <laughs> and I like at one point I oh, looked over and he's just like literally popsicle. counting dollar bills in his hands. Good as for all him. Some other guys uh, go over and get ice cream. Uh I good for him. Yeah, Talk about that was the frosty. highlight of my Saturday night. A cigar. And you were so excited. But no, the victory party, which is where they announced the winners, yeah. was a really good time. Yeah. Um, as much as you didn't go. I know. And usually I so I usually go to black and blue ball because it's less people. Uh, victory party which is the very last night. Yeah. And the victory party traditionally has been just too crowded for it me. It is. It still it's, is. It's wall to wall people. And I just, I'm getting too old for that. And it's fun, but the victory party, which happens on that Sunday night, right? Sunday. Yeah, Sunday night. Is it's kind after of the, the biggest thing. It's the ending party. The next day is a, is a holiday, so a lot of people stay. Yeah. But it's just so packed. And I don't mind going to it if we have a booth, because I'm not a claustrophobic type. But even on that dance floor, it gets claustrophobic if you stay down oh, yeah, there. Yeah, and that's why, that's why when you guys said you were getting a booth upstairs, I was like, oh, Though, I might be able to do it, but still. There was a third dance floor that they opened up on the third floor. Like, they opened up a back dance floor this year that actually spaced it out a bit. And it was good music. Like, there was Kylie. There was Madonna. They played Padum Padum. People went wild. And it was fun. We had a really good time. Me me and Lux were both um, getting some action. And we kind of like look at each other and like high five to the side. One of those moments in the back booth. Um, it was nice. Yeah, it was really nice. I got some texts while I was getting my ass eaten out. Well, let's talk know, about the other VIP what above. caused the victory party in IML. Uh, the winners oh. of IML. We This IML was, I don't normally know everyone who's running. But I knew about. A positive. I would yeah. I would say about twelve guys that were running. So it was really hard for me to know who to root for because I like every single one of them and think every single one of them would do a great job. But the winner this year was a really good friend of mine, Marcus Barella. I couldn't be happier. Uh, he's super sweet. He's Mister uh, L.A. Eagle. Um, just amazing guy. I think. I think. That's that's a great. He's gonna be great for our community. Yeah, and he's Marcus Monster on social media. He, yeah. We've actually seen him at a lot of events. Have socialized with him not only on social media but in person. Um, I was I was talking about and congratulating him, and, and someone was like, "Oh yeah, you mean the guy who, if you tip him, he'll lift his leg on the bar at the Eagle while you're serving drinks?" And I was like, "That sounds like Marcus." <laughs> <laughs> um, so they won. I was really excited. Even though we found out hours later after the victory happened, congrats on that, Marcus. Um, oh, I I knew before you guys left. Yeah, he no, I didn't know until someone brought up the app. Oh no no no! I I knew I knew because I was out there smoking a cigar as people were coming back nice. in, and uh, I didn't know the first runner up, uh, Chris Gonzalez. Um, uh, but I did know the third round, the second runner up, Matthew Moody, who actually designs our on guard uh, yeah. T-shirt. So I was really happy Friend for that, too. It was a, it was a really great contest from what I've heard. And again, we don't get to see it because we're vending. But as 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 it was happening, um, I had plenty of conversations. And this is a, I think this is a positive. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna count it as a positive. And, and, and before you get blowback about vending, because they do close the vendor market in time for you to get over there, we yeah. have to restock and we have to do we a bunch of restock, stuff. Restock, clean, <laughs> and that's the longest. And day. then get food. <laughs> yeah, and then eat eventually. So yeah. it's not it's not easy for us to do that. Yeah. Because even as the vendor hall closes is when like most people are going over and I would have to shower and change into something better because we don't wear anything at this booth. I barely made it to the contest in time to see you compete. Yeah, when I competed. When so I was, again, yeah. I'm I'm not complaining about that. It's just a fact. And it's just, it's a lot to get there. But um, as, as we were hearing about the winners and all that, I was also hearing about the contest as it was happening from people in that um, the wonderful organizers and staff that do work, and I want to count this as a positive because there are so many people on the IML staff that, that care so much. Mm -hmm. And while I cannot repeat many of the stories that a lot of staffers came up and talked to us about, um, I can still say thank you for this, the work that you guys did. Um, I want to give shout outs to the MCs and the people announcing because they did call out and, and literally started out by talking about the missteps of the organization. Thank you, Tib. Yeah. And, and they had a moment of silence for the boot blacks who were not there. I am still hopeful that the boot blacks bounce back or figure out their own uh, their own contest in that regard, because it did feel a little weird not having the boot blacks in there. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of staff that care, that wanted to be better, um, that shared many an experience and a story as a staffer, that even though there are hardships and there were a lot of hurdles with the upper management that I hope get worked out, these people care so much that these contestants have a good time, that they are put in the best possible light like they they replace they replace the pop question thank god with like just intros for each of the contestants mm -hmm. which if you're if you're ever in a contest pop questions are the most difficult part cuz not only are they pop questions but sometimes they they ask questions like which which judge would you like to have sex with on a random like instance or encounter which is just such a weird it, pop questions are weird yeah, and it doesn't I, I would draw a blank up. if you asked me a pop question yeah and some yeah. people are bad on the spot yeah. so it was nice to see some changes made there I am hopeful that more changes happen, but I just want to give a big thanks to staffers who are doing their damnedest out there that are trying to make this organization better and volunteers who not only help us to get stuff set up, but help us clean up and are just lovely. You guys come by, you tell us about your experiences and your stories. I had one person that came by and like shared their their first uh, IML like stories and experience with us, but also just the fact that they would not have been able to be at that event without like listening to our, our content. So I just want to say thank you oh, to anyone who stopped. I by got lots of stories yeah, like really that. A lot of people. Stories. Oh, so. uh oh, <laughs> so. memory unlocked. Uh oh, <laughs> I can tell it's good. Cool he starts giggling during so it. the first day. And you know, people do come up and, and I love it. And we have said, please do come up to us and tell us you like the show. I was walking. I think this was right before the costume. I don't know which night it was. I was walking to, towards the lobby. I, like I said, had just done an edible. I was kind of focused on where I was walking. I was not looking peripheral on either side. And I passed this group of guys that I didn't know. And so I was walking and just out of nowhere, one of them jumps at me, grabs me, and is like, hey! <laughs> it scared the bejesus out of me. Oh. I, like, like, it was all I could do not to girly scream. It's like, ah! <laughs> and then they felt instantly bad. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. I just wanted to see, can I get a picture with you? I love you so much. And I'm like, <laughs> sure, after I punch you in the face. No, no. no. For the record, please just say hi. Screams are a little jarring. Uh, it, just think about it this way. If someone walked up to you and screamed at you or, or uh, glomped or, or, or grabbed and jumped on, how would you react? So I, I did the picture, and but I was just like, you know, my adrenaline was just to the roof, so I didn't Aww. really remember who they were. Three, two nights later, I was in the bar and they came up and they're like, I have to apologize. I'm so sorry. I scared you the first night. And I'm like, oh, it's fine. It's a funny story. It's good. Da, 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 da. Come by the booth. And he, he wanted to apologize to you as well for, for, for scaring me. Oh, <laughs> like they were really, really, really feeling bad that they had scared me. Well, he still has and to apologize. So he's still no, no. He me. apologized then and there. And he came up to the booth to apologize to you. And you weren't there. You're probably getting a drink. Well, still um, hasn't apologized. 
apologize, then you're in trouble. So I gave him a T-shirt and, and said, "Wait, you gave, you positively me. reinforced him?" I did because I felt so for bad scaring that he you. Felt bad so that you scared me. <laughs> we need to have a talk about you respecting our merchandise. Oh God. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um. I actually, that brings up a story. So there was oh. a tweet that someone uh, tagged me in <clears throat> that goes, um, I don't want to call them out, but it says, pro move, wear your harness wrong so leather daddies come up and help you. <laughs> Not pro move. Wearing that same harness and then being introduced to Pup Amp, who notices you have a fucked up harness. <laughs> pro move. Pretend that an intentional daddy trap actually caught pup amp as well no that no you're not getting by with that one sir i knew exactly what your game and, and also i'm just too nice like i don't care if it's a mr s harness or not if i see someone in a harness that's not fitted right or upside down or upside down or yeah. backwards or i am always going to be the nicest but subtle like hey you gotta move and like and like rub up on them but be like obviously with consent like hey can i help you like Fix your harness. It might be on backwards. You look really great in it, but I want to make you look better. I, I fixed two this weekend. And, and it, it's usually look cute. it's usually those uh, spandexy harnesses. Uh, people put those on upside down all the time. So like yeah. the logo or backwards. upside down. Yeah. Or back. Yeah. Always. If you need a pro tip, always look and see if there's a tag. The tag's almost always in the backside of a harness, like a shirt. Or or, or they get twisted too yeah. when they're putting them on and they don't realize in the back. So the back is just like this. Spaghetti noodle. <laughs> oh, what? harnesses. Uh -oh. The audacity. Okay. I, again, nothing if not patient and kind and loving and wanting you to look good. But if you undo all of the buckles of not one, but two harnesses and bring them to the booth and say, oh, I was drunk last night and I didn't know what, how to get it off. <laughs> I, can you put it back together for me? And then halfway through, oh, by the way, it's two harnesses. I'm so sorry. Oh, oh no, my no. God. <laughs> I was so upset. Not outwardly, but I was just like, okay, breathe. <laughs> Don't ever take apart your harness full. You can get a harness off with just one strap just most times. If one that. Buckle. Just it's one. all you need. Just the one, okay? Slide it over I, like a t-shirt. I want to help you, yeah. but please make it easy for me. <laughs> and there were both black harnesses in the same like oh god it was but they were it was a hunter harness i remember it vividly and a bulldog and all the straps oh, i was just no. like girl please oh no it was that was that was a negative but i'm laughing about it now so it's a positive okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm being nice i was told i needed to be nicer so i'm being nicer mm. um or how about everyone's favorite so we have a staffer mm -hmm. who is 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 usually paying just enough attention to what's going on with with work, but also to out fully paying about. attention to their scruff and grinder. Oh, I know who you're talking about. There you go. <laughs> I want to. I just want to give them a shout out because even though they are always after the dick, uh huh, because they came out of nowhere at least ten times over to chastity to be like helpful, quote unquote oh, helpful. Oh, he, when it's we not have helpful a full to person. make someone hard as they're trying yeah. on chastity. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> just just a pro tip: <laughs> being hard to put on a cage, not a great thing. But I want to give him <laughs> points and props and, and positive. A positive being like he had the most sexually positive energy of our staff and made lots of people feel sexy yeah. to the point where he was bending down at one point to fix a leg strap on a on a random piece of gear for someone. Uh -huh. So Ben like squatting. Yeah. Back out, you know, like he has he has a, a butt that he likes to flaunt, so his ass is out and he squats down to fix that leg harness because shorter person. And I watch as a white fluid plops no! onto the <laughs> No, stop. <laughs> And without missing a beat, drawing no attention to anyone, he slides one foot of his squatted feet back and starts rubbing it down no! into the carpet so you can't see it. No! No! <laughs> okay. Positive. Congress that Hotel, please change the carpets was, next oh, year. They, they plan. They plan the carpet re restructuring and like refitting, uh, I believe, around our event probably specifically. No, they have not changed those carpets in years. Oh, wait, they don't? Which, which event changes the carpet? Hyatt used oh. to. The Hyatt would oh, tear it out every single time. I hope they at least deep clean because uh, there's a lot of DNA in those carpets otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I did not witness that one. No, you, you're, you're lucky it didn't because uh, a few of us did and we were... Uh, horrified only because of the way in which it all happened, but also like, yeah, I'm clapping, not having sex. Like, there are shout out to our staff. 
But we have a great staff, I and they keep staff. us fed, which is really good. So they they uh, when the lunch comes, they're like, okay, order dinner, and so you you have to go on on your like phone, DoorDash, and, DoorDash, and and figure out dinner. Um, however, I ordered a bagel each day, and I asked for it to be toasted, and it came. Oh God, raw you each and your day. So I had to borrow a cigar lighter toasted. to toast my bagel. It's a bagel. It wasn't raw. It's 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 words are important. Bread. Words are no. It was cooked bread. No, no. I mean, it was it was. It just wasn't toasted. It wasn't toasted. There's it's a difference raw. between raw. No, what was raw was what fell out of that butt. Yeah. that's raw. Oh. <laughs> Your bread just wasn't toasted. Yes. Yeah, so I had to use a cigar lighter to toast it at the you booth, which more than you, once, which panicked you. You thought it was going to set because off a fire. There alarm. was a sprinkler above your head oh, the entire time. No fire play. I don't burn it. <laughs> yeah. I, I got um, my stories. Yeah, I got, I got a good. I got You're a good, good at writing them down. Yes. I would love if you did that. I know. Please. I know. I don't that I or just like you need, to, you need to you need to like categorize like fun, sexy times. Anything that really triggered you. I actually had fun, sexy times every night. Tell me about so, another fucking sexy time. So a, a really hot. 32 year old came by the booth and they had a teal handkerchief coming out of their left pocket. And I was like, I was just being conversation. I'm like, I can't remember what teal is. What is teal? And they're like CBT. And mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, right, is, right, right. For those that don't know Cognitive how to ball torture, there you go. Cognitive uh, behavioral therapy, which I don't do a lot of, I don't really like my balls being hit. I like them being tugged and tied and stretched. But I don't like them being hit. So I kind of don't, engage in it much but this boy had very intense eyes and so he's like can i get a picture with you i'm like sure and so we take one and then i'm like should i pull my cock and balls out and just i was just being, so I was being flirty so subtle and so he i did for the next picture and he started slowly squeezing them and then he started kissing me as he was squeezing them. i was like and I started melting and it got painful, but I was still melting. And then it got even really painful. And he was looking me directly in the eyes. And it was just like, I melted into him. And I was like, oh, okay, what are you doing later? <laughs> and so we set up a play date for later. And he got, he was very skilled, um, very passionate. He was, he was very uh, handsy. And kissing well, while he hurt me helps if you're into CBT. And but he just had these mesmerizing eyes that just drilled, bored a hole right through my skull as he was hurting me, and it just made me want to give him more and more and more. And it was probably the best CBT experience I've ever had, and and totally not planned. So thank Sounds you very much. Sounds like he had some balls. I uh, and I had some sore ones. So yeah, <laughs> actually. You, you talk about food, which is a major milestone for daddy. Every food, every, every encounter with oh, the food. food was great. Food was great. Um, the one stuff that we kept getting the raw bagels from, though, you know, mm-hmm. um, my, it might be one of my favorites because, as I said, my neck killing me the entire fucking weekend. I, I could not turn my head those. to the right at all. Oh. But I found a new love for CBD and the food place that we got food from had you could add shots of cbd into anything you know what else they could do shots of though what glitter what what (laughs) why would you do a shot of glitter i don't know but it was you could have a glitter glitter like yes digestible glitter but i was just like in what world do i want to have a coffee for lunch and then when i'm cleaning out later figure out when i'm done cleaning out Ah! the glitter's gone like could (laughs) you imagine imagine if the person uh, if it came out white and glittery no oh god (laughs) now that's a gay event (laughs) so i did while i did not partake in the glitter i did partake in the cbd and that was actually really nice Uh, i i like like why would i want my asshole to smell like a michael's you know, I, and have I like will glitter. say, though, I am very happy to be home and having my regular food again because travel food is ridiculous. I went through like a vat of Pepsid and Tums. Oh, yeah, I know. Just I had heartburn and indigestion every, from pizza and hot dogs and da, 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 all the food I don't normally eat and alcohol and drinking. Just a little bit. Yeah. Again, the socialization of it all was my favorite part. Yeah, no, it was great. I And I couldn't tell... It seemed like the first day the vendor market was slower than normal. The second day it was mobbed. 
the third day and the fourth day, probably less so. So I couldn't tell the attendance of the event. I couldn't tell if it was more or less than normal. What, what were your thoughts on that? I think it was probably on par. I won't give numbers, but like I feel it was a four day event. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, because Monday was a holiday. Yeah. And in the span of a normal three day event, I know what our sales should be if it's busy. We had an extra day at IML and we did not meet that goal still oh, okay. so personally for us business wise it felt underwhelming um you're talking it, about what's the safe word i'm talking about the attendance oh I, I i mean the attendance what's the safe word y'all come out and support regardless of how much and that was get. great we're always appreciative i'm just saying when we talk about numbers and, and how many people were there it felt a little slow it mm -hmm. did i think personally I'm that's, not speaking for anyone else or any I other business to. than myself. But the other thing was because there was, they used to have a party called the San Francisco party that opened everything on Friday night. It just it didn't feel like a lot of people stayed in the hotel. A lot more people left the hotel to go yeah. to Boys Town, which is a little unusual from previous events. So it was hard, like even the socialization out front with the smoking Guys, which it was I'm really very, empty. It seemed very empty this like, year. Like usually, it's packed to the point yeah. where even when it's cold, you can stand out there in a jock strap yeah. and be fine. And it wasn't cold, but I didn't. Because I they couldn't would go block out there. The wind. Yeah, I couldn't go out there. It was too chilly, and there weren't enough people. Yeah. And even the lobby felt kind of right. Meh. So that's what I'm saying. It didn't feel as crowded, and I can't tell if it's because they don't have enough events in the hotel to keep them there, or if everyone is now going to exterior events. If it just it wasn't overwhelmed, I wasn't underwhelmed. It was just kind of whelmed. It's kind of my no. I'm being serious. Like I get it. I would I would say overall, like if I were to if I were to give this a, a an out of ten, what would you say? Uh, the experience and it could it's just just my personal experience. I it was it was a seven for me. Okay, I would say a five or six. Oh really? Okay. I was I was exhausted. I felt over yeah, exhausted, and, see, and I think that's just personal experience because we work the event as well. But yeah, um, but usually I'm I'm energized by the crowd, and minus the vending parts that were really high energy, I was missing a little bit of the high energy at the event. Yeah, and the the the, the I think that there was a lot of uh, a dampener put on the event by the 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 controversies that they've had. I wasn't, I, I didn't see a lot of younger folk that, um, I, I, I felt it was an older age kind of crowd this year. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Again, we're, we're splitting it hairs, but the uh, overall, it was kind of a meh, like a five, a six, I'll give it a six out of 10. It okay. was, a, it was not up to par. Yeah. And I think that some of that comes from the appearance outwardly on social media and how that might've affected my experience personally. But it also just felt a little slower, and I don't know if that what that means. And personally. even the final party, the Black and Blue Ball, which traditionally has been really great event, and I think it's gone downhill since they've lost the Excalibur space. That was just a phenomenal. Well, it's space. the same space as the Sunday party, so right. it, it it makes it hard for people, as you even said, to get excited to go back. Yeah, to go back night. twice. It's 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 tough to the point where I think I had like six extra tickets for that event because a lot of our staff didn't want to go right as and we're waiting in line i tried to give them away to a really nice looking guy that looked like he would might be new or he's trying to figure it out and i'm like hey do you want a ticket and he thinks i'm scamming him right like, i've got and he tickets. Was literally we went to the ticket line to give away the tickets to, for people buying tickets and at he, the event and he was having none of it and, and being too slow so the guy behind him who for the record the, the, i want to give you an impression Oh, uh, wait, yeah, you, uh, you don't, oh, uh, you don't want those? Cause I, uh, we, I, uh, me and, uh, me and my friends could, and I was like, here you go. You want them? And he, oh my God, thank you so much. I appreciate that. <laughs> Zooms off like on his own wavelength. And later on I was in line grabbing a drink and I was just trying to like, I was like, oh, it's that guy again. Cause I remember what he looked like. He right. was, it was, was very noticeable. And I say, Hey, are you having a good night? And he looks at me very confused and he's like, Yeah. Did you say I just gave you free tickets? I know, here? no, but I was about to be. I, I got the sense that he didn't recognize me. No, so I turned to the bartender and just ordered my drink. Yeah. But totally, I, I hope they had a good time. But like, also, you're welcome for the tickets because I think those tickets are expensive. We get them as vendors, but yeah. they're like sixty dollars. Actually, you least. know what's expensive? The drinks at that venue. Oh my god, they're like twenty dollars a piece. Four dollars for insane. a drink. Yeah. yeah. And you actually, I think it was cheaper to just get a Coke and then a shot. You said that, but that seems like a lot of work. It is a lot of work, but I ended up, pro tip, find a bartender you think's cute, 
that might be jonesing for you, give a few extra dollars tip every time, and they'll be very nice That'd for the rest of the night. Because I did not buy too many drinks because of that. Yeah. Um, but I, what other what other positives? The the event itself went very smoothly. It did go smoothly, and that's one thing IML does know how to do, and they they know how to run a smooth vendor market, mm -hmm. and they know how to run a smooth contest, and neither of those are easy to do so that's where their experience with doing this event every single year now it, what i would love for them to do is to add something fresh and new i think that would go a long way like i don't need like re, it, the san francisco party that used to headline the first night in the do hotel something else in the hotel yeah. that's fun fresh new and gives people high energy the first night and, and bring someone vendors, young in to do it. Make your vendors feel good too on that first night too. If they have a party to go to before everything starts. Sure. Um, they, I mean, they do a pretty good job with their vendors too. So my hat's off to that. But um, yeah, I just say that's what kind of the, something to kick it off in the hotel was always just puts everyone in the right space yeah. and mood. Um, I mean, they have they have little uh, gatherings and ballrooms like Bluff Night and the Rubber and the Puppies. Oh, that was my favorite. <laughs> so poor Terry <laughs> that we were just talking about. He Latigo. He did Latigo. Latigo Terry. That should be his safe word. Latigo. 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 Use the safe word. So <laughs> he has a fear of masks. So puppies terrify him. So we we got out the first day of the vendor market and you didn't see this but he walked out and they were having a puppy mosh right outside the doors of the vendor thing. Sure. and he was kind of just not like Aww. on his phone not paying attention he walked out and there's a puppy in front of him so he took a hard left and walked out and then just froze in the middle he was in the middle of the puppy mosh in the middle with an aversion to masks standing. and, and he's like, noises ah! <laughs> he didn't know what to do. Poor Terry. You know, that's how I met Terry. So I, I, unbeknownst to many people probably, but I feel like I've told maybe the story before. Terry had a hookup. When I lived in Seattle, he hooked up with one of my old boyfriends. Uh -huh. um, and I was like going to my boyfriend's place at the time. And as Terry was leaving the hookup and we we crossed path and like, it was that moment of like, we're both gay. We know each other somehow. How do we know each other? And we walk past each other, uh -huh. you know? So then I walk into my boyfriend's apartment. And I was like, was that Dan Savage's husband? I didn't know Terry's name yet at the point. And he's like, for Terry, everyone calls him that. No, I, I've, I've obviously I love Terry. Then I saw Terry like the following night at the bar. And I was like, oh, hey, you hooked up with like my boyfriend. How are you? He would not have two words with me. Because I was, I had a puppy mask. A puppy I had mask. a puppy mask. Yeah, in my hand. he has an aversion. So people and so, think he hates puppies. No, but it's really, he has a phobia of masks. Yeah, he just hates all puppies except me. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> no. But then the the final night, we do this really nice dinner for the staff on Mr. S because they work their asses off, and we're 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 in this really what kind of food Mediterranean? It's like, kind of a Mediterranean. It was really super extravagant smart. candelabras dripping in wax around this gigantic table in this mirrored room with this gorgeous ceiling. It was very ornate. Yeah. But um, as we were like finishing up, we were telling fun stories similar to this. And who we, was it? We started hitting on our waiter. Well, that and then who? Why was Lux barking? Because Lux oh, started barking. Yeah. And he goes bark, 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 bark. And Terry just screams. You just gave him a, it put Terry into this like. PTSD almost. Fit. I put it on uh, TikTok, and for some reason that went through the roof. I don't understand. It looks like he's TikTok. sucking a dick in the icon. It does not. It does too. <laughs> His head goes down and then back up because he's laughing in hysterics to the point where, like, the, the bartender or the waiter slash bartender who was serving us amazing food again, he, he like saw it, but as he comes back with a check, he like gives, gives the check out and he goes, I don't mean to bark, 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 bark at you. Or it's like something along those lines. And Terry just starts cry laughing. But positive bonus points to any waiter who can not only remember our orders, oh, but yeah. can also put up with our group of literally 20 yeah, people. Yeah, he totally leaned into it. He was a great waiter. But he was straight, too. And yeah. he was even like... Are you guys a band? Like, what? This is the one thing we always get because we look like we're a band with all our mystery sweatshirts have our on. Mystery sweatshirts. And... Like, what do you guys do? And we're like, oh, 
well, we're just in town for a leather convention. And he goes, oh, no way. My kinky roommate is totally into that shit. He said he was going to some convention, but he wouldn't tell me what. Oh. And then he's like, and you won't believe this. He's into this dog role play. Thing. Oh, <laughs> that's how that's the barking what, came That's how up. it started. And Whole so story. he started barking and Terry just lost it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Terry, I'm sorry. Terry, I love you. Latigo, Latigo, Latigo. And you know what, Daddy? It's time for us to Latigo. Okay. Were there any last minute stories? No. Any last minute shout outs you want to give? I'm glad we went. We yeah. were a little anxious about going because of all the dramas that were occurring. I yeah. hope IML, um, I hope they get a good publicist for next year. Just um, hire a social media person. For the love of God, yep. you didn't post the winner on your Instagram or your Facebook. Okay, okay, okay. You didn't <laughs> we're not going no. back into it. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> sorry, sorry, PTSD, social media, it's not that hard. I do think it's important to, to maybe let's end, let's let you go out with the, this kind of event. Events are a place where people can be themselves unabashedly. Mm -hmm. um, they are an important space that is necessary for some people's just formative years in their kink community or even just their queerness because it's a place where they can see versions of themselves or people like them in a positive light on a stage, like, you know, sashaying around, being fabulous and gorgeous in leather or latex or whatever kind of kink gear. And I want an event like IML to be successful. And that's why we're mm -hmm. so critical. Mm -hmm. It is a place that gives people the bravery to be themselves and also to show up and be active and show up and be activists for their community. <laughs> and to that, I will say half the new people I met um, said it was their first year at any event. So that's very encouraging. And a lot of them said it was because they had listened to the show. A lot. So, Not everyone, but there was a yeah. good number of people. And I will say, though. Shout out to our contestants because y'all really showed up and did your thing. But a lot of the contestants that we at least know tangentially came up and was like, thank you so much for your contest related specific podcast where you gave pointers because it was really helpful. And considering Yay. two of the three top winners, you were kind of friends and definitely listen to our podcast. I don't, I'm <laughs> All not right. saying so it was you're our not fault. taking credit for but, that. You know, win. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, they did the work. <laughs> we did none yeah. of the work for them. But I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad that these events happen because we get to have those conversations mm -hmm. and we get, we get to see to friends talk. we don't see for a year. And, yeah. you know, you really do build friendships and bonds with people. You'll 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 text at them a few times a year. And then when you see them again, it's like, no, bam, 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 Latigo, Latigo, Latigo. Yeah. So. so a big old shout out to the friends and the family that we make along the way that we get to mm -hmm. choose to hang out with that we get to be with. Um, um, and Flips Out Boy was there, and uh, which was really nice. Yeah. He was flipping out. He was flipping out all over his place. <laughs> um, we had some fun with Lux, who was on on our staff with Mr. S. For the first time. That was great. There was a number of first timers there and yeah. first time experiences. And that's what these events are for. Have fun. Be a little messy. Make mistakes just a little bit. And learn about yourself in a fun, positive, safe environment to do so. So... While we are hoping for a bigger, breader, 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 we're gonna, oh, I can toast that for you. I got, <laughs> let me get my torch. <laughs> a bigger, better event next year. I hope that we see actual accountability. I hope we see better. I hope that we see boot blacks. And I hope that we see you at the event next time. But if you don't make it out, you can still find us on social media. Daddy, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram or TikTok at Mr. Christopher Weston. If you want to see the naughty stuff, go to Twitter, Christopher Weston or MrChristopher.com. And you can find me everywhere at PubAmp or PubAmp.com. This has been a What's Your Safe Pod podcast, a What's a Safe Word production. And you can find us on YouTube, TikTok, all the places, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Patreon. And if you want to support us because you like what we do, go to Patreon and go to What's the Safe Word and support us on Patreon where you'll get the first look and the video version of this show. Where I'm currently voguing in this new, new jacket. leather jacket. Ooh Ooh. Pull and your pants up. They are, what? <laughs> and we will see y'all next time. Bye. Latigo, Latigo, Latigo. Poor Terry. Is that your new Balenciaga, Latigo? Oh, God. Don't get me. People were showing all of the Balenciaga memes. But you, do you, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. What are, what are the Balenciaga memes? Uh, they're um, <laughs> memes where yeah. people say Balenciaga. Don't say yeah if you don't know. <laughs> Versace. Latigo. <laughs>